everybody, welcome back to the Luck It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing Netflix's new animated television show, The Midnight Gospel. The Midnight Gospel is an American adult animated web television series created by Adventure Time's Pendleton Ward and comedian Duncan Trussell. It is the first animated production by Netflix. Set in a dimension known as the Chromatic Ribbon, a space caster named Clancy, voiced by Duncan Trussell, owns a forbidden multiverse simulator. Through it, he travels through worlds about to have their own apocalypses, interviewing some of their residents for his space cast. The show features special guests like Phil Hendry, Stephen Root, Drew Pinsky, Trudy Goodman, Jason Loaf, Caitlin Daughtry, Damian Eccles, Miria Bamford, and Joey Diaz, among many other people that are featured on the television show. Um, straight off the top, if you don't know the trippy imagery of Adventure Time, well, it's, you know, it's got this amazing, almost hallucinogenic imagery that uh, is kind of geared more for kids. So this is actually geared for more for adults. Um, they took the trippy imagery that they had in uh, Adventure Time and brought it over to the Midnight Gospel and made it in a sense, let me let me just tell you how I wrote this down. I, I realized this after two episodes of watching the show because I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. But I think I can sum up the series as 80% podcast conversation regarding philosophical and metaphysical topics, 20% visual, random, hallucinogenic imagery. It can be interesting conversations although the visual narrative of the multiverses can be distracting from their topics. So, the Midnight Gospel very much feels, uh, you know, of two worlds. It's, it's this podcast that is also becoming this visual narrative of just hallucinogenic uh, ridiculousness. Now, I'm talking about, this, you know, was released on 420, and as... Uh, uh, in 420 style, we we're fashionably late recording this, so <laughs> um, we um, did get to check out the first two episodes of the Midnight Gospel. And for anyone that has not watched the first two episodes, um, I, I'll do kind of like a small spoiler bumper before we go into more detailed information about it. But just real quickly off the top, yeah, this is a podcast that is uh, being made into an uh, animation style Um uh, series. There's only eight episodes. They're roughly 20 to 30 minutes each. So far, the first two have been. Um, maybe some vary in length. Um, the problem in any area that I would say that this is, um, that if there is any problem, is that the the conversations can steer away from what is going on 
on the visual narrative. Now, I don't expect them to completely be talking about the, you know, uh, in the first episode is about a zombie apocalypse uh, happening in that multiverse that he uh, the the main character visits. Um, but um, I, I'm not expecting them to talk about the entire thing happening, what's going on screen. Like in a, in a way people are going to want to say, is this like a Rick and Morty kind of thing? It's not, it's really not. It's so much more based in what they're talking about. It just has like a kicking off point of talking about, uh, you know, self-destruction on a world or something like that. That can almost be broad enough to be, uh, talked about, uh, of this level of magnitude. You know, you can talk about, the world ending in a way where you can show it visually as in the zombies attacking the world as in the same way you can talk about it, you know, metaphysically ending in a way, you know, in our real world. So what they're trying to do is kind of like, kind of have like these metaphors in a way as a kicking off point of talking about these, you know, really high level concepts, but also in a contemporary form. So, what I mean by that is you might be watching visually, you might be watching the main character and the host in God knows what body, um, you know, he, in the first episode, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, Drew Pensky is the guest and Dr. Dr. Drew, I believe his name is, and he's posing as, or he's not posing, he is playing a character, um, the president of the United States of this multiverse and the main character is like, you know, hey, can I do a, a, a an interview while there's this zombie apocalypse happening? And so he's like, yeah. And so it's just kind of a kicking off point for them to start talking about, you know, I think it's um, medical marijuana or marijuana use or something like that versus opioid addiction versus uh, that type of thing. And so we're visually watching the entire episode of a zombie apocalypse through these two characters having to go through it but we're also from the audio standpoint and writing it's all just them having a conversation talking about all these different topics uh you know high and low concepts whether it's you know opioid and drug addiction or alcohol abuse or anything abuse or you know it ver it varies from different topic to topic and so I like the show, but it also feels of two worlds when I say that there's so much of the audio podcast doesn't have anything to do with your watch what you're watching visually, and it can make it a little bit more difficult for, um, I, I don't know, some people might get distracted watching the visuals, or, it, or they might have something going on on the screen that is absolutely insane that has nothing to do with them, what they're talking about, and so it can be maybe distracting for some people and that's that's what I would say up front but um let me go through some uh small things that I found just the hilarious uh trippy imagery is something I really liked uh I thought it was almost hilarious in the first episode because it's so jarring you don't really know what you're expecting you're ex I think you're expecting a little bit more of a narrative based uh show when you're watching it like when you're watching a Rick and Morty or even Adventure Time you you get a a, a, a sense of like some sort of narrative going on, you know, we got to go do this, you know, Rick is always trying to get Morty to do something crazy. And so it's always very clear in a way of how, uh, you know, 
what the motivations and everything is going on. This this almost just like things are just happening. People are oozing things are objects and things are just oozing out of each other and mesh melding and colors bending. It is just an amalgamation, a cluster, you know, a clusterfuck of uh, just randomness happening. And, and that's like the best way I could probably uh, describe it. It would, I had to just really write majority of this down to make sure that uh, I could, you know, word it correctly. Cause otherwise I've been like, uh, buh, buh. I have, you know, cause it is very much like, what the fuck did I just watch? And this is very much not going to be for everybody. It's, you know, in the realm of that adult swim stuff, but it also kind of feels more like, um, uh, med, not adult swim was funny generally. And it never felt like you were trying to obtain or grasp anything of you know knowledge i guess during it maybe it was just like fourth wall breaking kind of stuff but this definitely feels like it's trying to engage the audience into thinking in a different way but i'm not sure if it, it if these first two episodes have caught me in a way that i've been like oh yeah you know what that, that you know that line of thinking is very true because things are just happening so fast visually and it might it it, it might almost take watching the show and then listening to the audio in two separate forms for you to really understand it, which uh, I believe that might actually, uh, that might actually be an option. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, um, let me see. These interviews are based on the real interviews derived from the Trussell's podcast, the Duncan Trussell ha family hour. The episodes typically end with an apocalyptic event, from which Clancy barely manages to escape. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's pretty insane. Everything that's happening on all these, uh, these, these first two episodes, I can't even, I don't even think I'll be able to regurgitate everything in a, a consolidated manner. So I'll try to do everything relatively quickly, but yes, the regular contemporary comedy, Sorry, the regular contemporary commentary with the extreme imagery that is going on is almost just jarring and hilarious in itself for me personally. Uh, so many visual jokes. It's a podcast wrapped up in a visual narrative. The color, the designs, the 80s-esque music, both of these episodes end on some sort of like uh, musical note at the end. It's like a minute and a half maybe. And uh, it, it does a decent job just, just wrapping everything up. The cons about this series might be... It's not everyone's comedy. The things that are happening on screen don't always correlate with the audio. Uh, the narrative and the visuals just, you know... They they derive in a way that it's like... Okay, I'm, I, I have to focus on one of the other, in, in my opinion. And you might want to, you know... Grab a glass, grab grab your vice of choice, grab whatever you like to do. Um, the the thing about the 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 show is the conversations get so deep, I'm not really sure if it's even about anything or I'm not even sure if I could regurgitate anything that they said except for the first little bits of the first episode and minor bits of the second episodes, but the um the episodes are very 
I guess deep to say <laughs> to not be any more creative than that. They're they're, they're deep as shit. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, hop into spoilers for the first two episodes. By now, I kind of want you to watch the first two episodes. We're gonna start with number one. So it took me a minute to realize we're in like multiverses. I didn't know if we're in a simulator in multiverses with our main character Clancy like putting his head through this what looks like an ass. I'm not even sure. If, that's it's like the most bizarre imagery of this uh this really cool looking character living on this most like crazy dimensional plane, but yet he's still in like a like like a trailer. Like there's small things about the world that they just decide to make like crazy, like this fucking dog that has like a mini universe and him. He's just absorbing everything for the first episode. So they begin with this uh. Uh, zombie apocalypse kind of thing going on and it took me a minute to realize that this turns into very very much of an ep a, a, a zombie apocalypse with just like regular commentary going on i was trying to figure out what was going on why i was not feeling the sense of urgency and i realized that they were having the podcast and i i was even told there was a podcast that this was based off of i didn't realize they just basically inserted in there and you can actually hear what sounds like the podcast audio on this. It, it, it doesn't sound like normal uh, television audio, if that makes sense, or studio audio. So I love Charlie the dog. This <clears throat> zombie world is absolutely insane. Just people's faces falling off, getting bit left and right, just, just the insaneness. The lack of urgency was something I noticed. Um, they're escaping all the zombies, and at one point, the main character and the uh, the president just start cuddling by a fire or something like this. Like, what is going on? It was like the first episode just had me like freaking tripping, and the scale of stuff is is insane too. Like this monster thing is monster creature is just trying to eat everything, and the scale of thing is just of things is just insane. It's basically like they took like the most extreme aspects and hallucinogenic aspects of Rick and Morty's world and trying to kick it to 11 but use it all for a visual sense. As a matter of fact, I felt like there were characters in the second episode that looked similar to Rick and Morty's world. I believe it's the same style of animation, kind of like a 2D, 3D blend. In uh, the first episode, the side sub-visual plots, like the Bonnie and Clyde stuff, is hilarious. I think we see like this this woman going to... <laughs> Uh, about to go into labor or something like that and she sees her husband like eating and this is all happening in the background there's so much visual imagery and visual storytelling that's happening that it really does sort of distract you from what's what they're actually talking about and that's why i feel like it's hard to engage in both because the visuals are so strong but i'm i don't know if i would complain about that it just maybe means you want to go listen to it what they're talking about in a way, it kind of reminds me of like a Joe Rogan podcast meets like the the extreme aspects of Rick and Morty. Except even like the way that they they drift from subject to subject in the Joe Rogan stuff is still a little bit more grounded, it feels like. I don't know. It doesn't just feel like they're having conversations. I don't know. Episode 2. In this episode... They visit a nightmarish world that focuses on like a meat packing plant with these clown babies being eaten by these dogs that these 
massive dogs or like sort of like picked up like pigs sort of and taken to this massive meat packing plant. Got this strange meat packing plant led by these clown things that are feeding like weird looking kid humans that are, you know, planting them with the other things. It, it's the most craziest thing. It's, it's it, I don't even think I can uh, regurgitate what the hell was going on in this episode. So this episode is when I realized it appears they just have a podcast and they probably go back and add one or, you know, a handful of lines to add to it to make it sound like it's, uh, you know, they're kind of intertwined in this world, you know. They start talking about going to the bathroom and shit like that. I'm sure they weren't talking about that on the actual podcast in this episode. And I was thinking... Should this only be a podcast? I think that you have to be very careful with the conversations you decide to turn into an uh, an animation form. The thing is, when you start, when you have a podcast, there's a reason there's a podcast because you don't have to visually watch it, and therefore you're saving your audience time. You know, visual watching, time, you know, audio time. I, I think it's a lot easier to listen to a podcast than it is watch them. So. There's a reason that it is a podcast. Um, the thing is, the uh, the thing the thing is when you have a podcast, if you start going off on tangents and you have some sort of story you're talking about, it might make sense to have some sort of visual narrative. But when they're talking about just random stuff and they're trying to you know crunch them together, sometimes it, I don't know if it always works. Um, you know, you know, when you talk about this one time you went to India or something like that, you might have the actual, uh, you know, visual of an airplane going to India or something like that. But this is just taking things randomly and kind of just bringing matter out of thin air and making them sort of make sense to what's what they're talking about. The uh, so uh, the subplot in this episode has like the little girl with the meat that she's trying to like build together, and it's kind of all comes together at the end. But I couldn't, I could barely tell you what this episode was about, other than like you know what is life kind of thing. And I thought the first episode was very much focused on the uh, you know addictions and stuff like that, because I think that's what that uh, that doctor specializes in. But um. Yeah, I guess in, they're trying to do some sort of cross-metaphor between the zombies and the clowns over here. Uh, and the flies versus the clowns. I you know, like the visual aspect of the, the bomb about to go off and then this big battle at the end. And just like both episodes, he brings like a pair of shoes or some sort of item back with him from each multiverse. I guess that they explode at the end. Um... And I guess no, nothing really bad can happen to the main character. There's no really sense of urgency because he seems okay no matter what state he's in. He's like stabbed earlier in this. Like he has like horns going out the front of his chest like the majority of this. He doesn't seem to feel pain or anything. So it's going to be interesting if they decide how they decide to tackle this series if they continue to go forward with it. But if you like this podcast, please let me know. Lucky Dog Podcast at gmail.com for comments, questions, concerns. PayPal.me slash the Lucky Dog Podcast for all donations. 
Check out the show notes below. The links are below for all additional podcasts. If you like podcasts like this, and you have Netflix, be able uh, you can check out additional reviews, such as uh, the Money Heist Part Four review. Just about finished up with that season, or sorry, that part. Better Call Saul season five finale review is out. Uh, we have the Aftercast, which is all behind the scenes of the Lucky Doll podcast uh, goodness, and so. Check all those out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Lucky Dog Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, Twitch. You know what to do. Take it easy.